Views expressed on the following program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and are not necessarily those of this station, its management, or other advertisers. This is Alternative Talk, 1150 AM. Welcome to the Marie Manucherry Show, where energy and medicine meet. I will be your host for the next hour. I have over 16 years of professional healthcare experience and began my career as an energy medicine practitioner while working as an oncology nurse at a Seattle area hospital. My medical background combined with intuitive insights and skill in moving energy have been a catalyst for transformation in many people's lives. I hope the next hour will be transformative for you as well. Hello everyone and welcome to the Marie Manu Cherry Show. This is Marie. It is a rainy, somewhat windy day here in the Seattle area. In fact, I even had to put boots on and a rain jacket before I came to the studio. It was a little depressing. <laughs> Didn't make me very happy. Oh, it's not depressing. It's normal Seattle. Oh, but it's, it's normal July. Seattle. It's July. You yeah. Know? It's, it's that little bit of... Well, I mean, there's some places out there that don't get a lot of rain. I know. There's but some places in very arid climates where they would be looking know, forward to the rain. but it was cold. I even had to turn the heat on a little bit this afternoon because clients were in the house and they're <laughs> freezing cold, laying on the massage table. And so I had to heat up the house just a tad. So yeah, I was a little depressed about that, but I heard tomorrow is supposed to be, well, is it tomorrow that's supposed to be lovely or Saturday? Uh, Saturday. Saturday. It looks like it's going to be really good. It's tomorrow. I should start to see it clear up a little bit. Okay. Well, better clear up on Saturday. I'm heading out for a hike. We got Seafair this weekend too. And Seafair this weekend. In fact, they're closing I-90 off and on for the lovely, is it the Blue Angels? The Blue Angels, Angels, yes. And that's perfect because tonight we're talking about spirit guides and angels. So (laughs) it just led right into our wonderful theme. (laughs) So the, the topic tonight here in the Marie Manucherry Show is Spirit Guides and Angels. Of course, as always, you can call in on any subject. I'll be happy to answer your questions. And this subject was actually written in through um, my website. A, a listener asked, wanted to know more about her Spirit Guides and Angels and asked if I would make that a topic. So here we are, Spirit Guides and Angels. So here's my thought process before we get to the phones, because we already have people who are waiting to talk, and I'm looking forward to hearing their questions. Spirit Guides are are entities or beings that are currently in the spirit realm or other dimensions. And this is based on my perception, although you're going to find it fairly commonly expressed and with many other people. Um, These individuals are groups of individuals who have agreed with a person on earth like you or me, someone living on the earth plane, to act as their guide or guardian. Usually we enter into this agreement with at least one primary guide prior to being born into a physical body. So in other words, before you come here to earth, you sit down with someone, you know, if you believe in reincarnation as I do, you're in another dimension before you have a life on earth. And it's a choice that you make to come here and live on the earth plane. And you sit down, I always call it the round table, and you sit down and you ask someone who you believe is perhaps more enlightened as than you are, or someone who perhaps is part of your soul pod, a group of individuals that really understand each other well and are working on similar missions. And you ask this person if they will be a guide for you. And if they agree, their job is to help guide you, help send you messages, help push you in the right direction. Um, And our job is to listen faithfully. And I think that's the hardest and, and most struggling part for the human race is we're not always so great at listening. We're incredibly busy. And so we don't always take that time out to really listen to the inner voices and feel the resonance that is necessary in order to truly be guided. Um, So spirit guides seem to have um, extensive tools in terms of guiding and teaching us, and their job is to help us remember the lessons we set up for ourselves in this life and to instruct us with regards to these lessons. They can and will teach us as much as we want to learn. So it's really up to us because, of course, we have free will. So, Tom, why don't we go ahead and go to the phone lines? Okay, we've got Nancy on the line from Omaha, Nebraska. Hi, Nancy. 
Hi, Marie. What a pleasure to talk to you. Oh, well, thank you so much for calling. And, and what's the weather like in Nebraska right now? It's very hot. <laughs> I bet it is. So maybe I wish we should, it would rain. <laughs> we should switch. So, you know, I'll take... See, I'll right take, <laughs> there. Somebody was talking about wanting the rain. I'll take a plane to Nebraska because I was just starting to get a little bit of a tan. And then you can come stay at my house in Seattle. How does oh, that sound? I'd love it. Wonderful. I would love it. What can I do for you tonight? Well, um, I am struggling with a decision about going back to school. Mm-hmm. And... I'm holding in my hand uh, my angel therapy book. Yay! And you know I use that a lot, but I'm not I'm not being very open about it because I'm so conflicted about this decision. And and I was hoping to get your read on it, and maybe you could tell me something about my guides. As sure. Well. And so you're not open about it, meaning you're not sharing your decision with others. No, it's a personal decision. It's a personal decision. Mm-hmm. So the word open, for some reason, it won't leave my brain. And so somehow it means something. Mm. So um, what do you mean by not being open about it? Um, I think I'm afraid of it. Ah, you're afraid of the career change or the school? No, I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to retire before long, but I thought yeah. this extra degree could help out in my retirement. Oh. And... I guess I'm tired of going to school. <laughs> right. Well, my first hit actually when you mentioned school was no. You know, that was my very first mm-hmm. hit. Unless you're going to go to something like Doreen Virtue's School of Angel Therapy or something mm-hmm. of that nature. Something that you're really excited about because that is where your mind is. Your mind is more in the metaphysical. It's something that you want to talk with others and individuals. And in, in your retirement, that should give you the freedom to do something that you really want to do that makes you happy. Right? Yes. Yeah, so, so what's the hesitation? Again, I'm back to the word open. Are you uncomfortable sharing this desire with people in your family or your close friends? I've always been very uh, goal-oriented, and so it's kind of an expectation. If I say, oh, I'm, I'm going to go get a doctorate, they all say, sure, go ahead. <laughs> Why not? Well, and, and if you were going to go for your doctorate degree, is it something that you really want to do that makes you jump up and down and scream with joy? No. Okay, so that's your answer right there. <laughs> Really, I think the answers to life are simple. I I truly do. And we make it much more complicated than it needs to be. Hence why we need our guides and angels and and messengers in our life to remind us of our path and our true desires and wishes and our talents. And you are actually very talented at guiding people. You have a wonderful calm nature about you. You're inquisitive. I love the passion that you feel about integrating human the human race with mysticism because it's actually a, a normal part of your everyday life it's just not something that you share with others and which takes me back to the word open i think that it's time to open yourself up to allow this wonderful aspect of yourself to be more public versus private wow yeah and and so of course you don't have to go to the during virtue of of angel reading i'm not sure the exact name of the school but it is in santa barbara and as far as I know, and you go like like three times a year, something mm-hmm. of that nature. So it sounds like a lot of fun. It does. And then you would meet like-minded people and then be able to use the skills that, you've, that you already have in existence and whatever tools that you put mm-hmm. in your toolbox to help others if you want to, and professionally. That sounds really neat. Excellent. Thank you. Now, yeah. do I, do I, I know I have guides. Yes, absolutely. I've looked at your guides. I'm seeing seven guides right now. So the least amount that I usually see around a person is three. That's what I have, three three guides. Um, one of your guides is the, the first one in line, which looks like a man to me. I'll see genders um, because of the fact that that's just the way that I experience um, human life so well that they show me that way with guides. Your primary guide can never leave your side. So this gentleman has been with you all of your life. 
Um, he he kind of looks like um one of my guides actually kind of looks like Sean Connery. He's very cute. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> yeah, it's very good, and he's incredibly wise, and he has a great sense of humor, and and so many times our own personal personalities that we are afraid to share with others are. Um, expressed through our guide. So this tells me that you have a good sense of humor, but it's not something you use all the time. And and so to get in touch with him a little bit more and allow the other aspects of him, like his wisdom, to shine through you, I think you're going to need to allow that humor to come through because you're funny. You know, oh. you, you can be funny. Is that true for you? It is, yeah. Yeah, great. Um, and then when I look at the last two guides, I'm, I'm a little, I don't know, in terms of time constraint if I'll be able to read all of them, but the last two of your guides are children, um, a boy and a girl about age five and seven. And what that tells me is that you need to play more. Oh, I do. Yep. And not take life so seriously. And so here are my um, suggestions, finger painting, Play-Doh, rolling down grassy knolls, you know, really just doing fun stuff that kids do that, that doesn't have um, necessarily a competition regarding it or an end result. It's just fun. I love it. Good. Thank so you. You're welcome. Will that you... rings true. That rings very true. Good. And I, w- I would love for you to keep me posted about your extra educational activities that you may pursue that are not related to a university unless it happens to be some metaphysical mm-hmm. university. I will do that. I'm tingling all over. Yay. If, if that was the right news. <laughs> oh, wonderful. That's fantastic. And thank you so much for calling in. Thank you, Marie. God bless. Bless you, Nancy. Bye. Bye-bye. So tonight here on the Ray Manu Cherry Show, we're talking about spirit guides and angels. So feel free to call in. What are those numbers, Tom, for us again this evening? Those numbers are one eight seven seven eight two five eight eight toll two eight. I'm thinking in my head that I'm going to say that's toll free. It's toll free. Uh, it's one eight seven seven eight two five eight eight two eight. That number one more time eight seven seven eight two five eight eight two eight or locally four two five. Three seven three five five two seven. That's right. So anywhere around the country or internationally, you can use that toll-free number yeah. and give us a call here in reach us in Bellevue, just outside of Seattle. So I talked a little bit about spirit guides when we first came on the air at the top of the show, and now I'm going to give some more information about angels. And although um, angels aren't like a, a part of my everyday experience, I've certainly spent time with a few archangels just to give me messages because I tend to be stubborn. Um, I didn't realize I was an intuitive until about nine years ago, and I needed a lot of proof and evidence um, that I wasn't making it all up in my head. And so I've had some unusual experiences that have really helped me to believe in the mysticism and the non-physical realm. So angels are messengers. They are messengers from spirit, allowing us greater understanding with connection to spirit. The word angel comes from a Greek word, which also means messenger. Um, Not only are angels messengers, they are also part of our consciousness, representing realms beyond thought and idea. The human mind needs this type of form, so the light of spirit takes on the physical form of an angel to encourage direct communication with creation or God, the universe, whatever language you want to use. And I have a, a little story just to, you know, um, kind of show an experience that I had that I thought was either guide-related or angels. I think a lot of times that guides, um, like m- maybe Tom had something important to tell me today, and maybe somehow I wasn't listening. Maybe four other people have already told me, and, and my guides know that I'm coming to the radio station tonight to go on the air. So they talked to, you know, 
Tom's guides talk to him and say, you need to talk to Marie about this. And then he'll start this conversation. He may not even know why he has started a conversation with me. And that's one of the ways that guides get information back and forth with their human beings who aren't listening. That's tricky. It's very tricky. (laughs) It's a little sneaky, but it works all the time. About um, nine years ago, before I had, I was trying to start a professional practice and I was convincing my then husband, I was married, to buy a very expensive massage table, a stationary table. It's all made out of oak, very beautiful, and all the extras that went along with it. And he wasn't exactly going for it. And we were in our living room and I was trying to be sweet to get him to agree to, because I was going to paint this room and make it a healing room. I had no idea why at the time, but I had heard a message and I was trying to follow through. And one of his friends came over unexpectedly, came to the door, and both my ex-husband and his friend, they tended to complain about um, how their wives spent money. So I thought, oh, great. Now I'm really not going to get this massage table. And uh, interesting enough, the friend came into the house, sat down on the couch, looked at the brochures and the catalogs, and convinced my, my then-husband to buy this massage table and all the extras. I was actually really surprised and grateful. About a year later, this friend, and we're going to call him Bob, um, which isn't his real name, but we'll call him Bob, he came back to the house, and he had been diagnosed with a brain tumor. And so he laid on the table, and I worked on him for months before he went into surgery. And because I was a nurse, I was actually able to go into the critical care unit immediately after his surgery and work on him. And he has had a full recovery. So that's kind of an an example of his guides. (laughs) Talk to him about make sure you make... You know, Marie's husband, buy the massage table because you are going to need it. And, and so that's how the spiritual realm works with us all the time. And our job isn't to necessarily question the messages that come to us, but to have faith that we are being guided and that we are being guided well. So why don't we go ahead to our next phone call? Okay, we've got uh, Susan calling from Issaquah. Hi, Susan. Hello, are you there? Hello. Hi, how are Hi, you? Hi, I'm here. Yay. Yeah. <laughs> what can I do for you tonight? Um, is this Marie? It is. Oh, hi, wonderful. I was listening to you through my phone on the radio, so I didn't realize that it was my turn. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's your turn. So I had two questions. Okay. Um, and thank you so much. I, I just feel so blessed for this opportunity. Oh, you're so, thank you so much for calling in and thank you for listening. I really um, appreciate it. So, uh, my question first is, um, around my spirit guides and angels and if mm-hmm. there's family or what my spirit guides are like, I've been, Working on meditating and listening to to Sylvia, and Mm -hmm. this is something I really want to um, be more connected with. And so I thought I would call you Mm -hmm. and and hear what you had to say, and then I can go into my second question, which is around being really conflicted with my current um, situation, and it's manifesting itself physically. Yeah. and you see it. Well, well, I'm in your aura, and there's a lot of chaos in there. It's almost like I'm in a little bit of a hurricane. Yeah. And and the first thing that your guide tells me, a primary guide, um, which I see as a male, um, he's in, in the way he looks to me is like he's like 30 years old. He has very dark hair, has a little bit of facial hair. He's actually quite cute looking. Mm. And he has beautiful, gorgeous, steel blue eyes. So he's quite a visionary, which means that you have that ability as well, you know, whether it's art or intuition, clairvoyance, but you have this ability to kind of pierce through things and see them at a deeper level. But what you're going to need to do in your life, and this is a skill you have not yet um, finished creating, is to learn to calm down. And, and he actually shows me a kiddie pool. And this, um, someone actually gave this exercise um, in, my, in a mentoring group that I taught, and he's showing me a picture, the, a little kiddie pool, and you just sit by it, and you put your feet in it. 
and you just chill. <laughs> really? <laughs> because you don't know how to do that part very well. You, you get all excited and then all worried and then you start going down the rabbit hole. And then yep. it you know, can take you a couple of days to get out of the rabbit hole. Yep. And then maybe you're fine for a little while and then next thing you know you're going down the rabbit hole. And so it's really <laughs> hard to make decisions. It's really hard to figure out the messages that you're getting and to sense where the next best choice is to go, right? The next best decision. And, and then you feel lost and you don't feel guided and you feel all alone. Yeah. And you're exactly. not alone. You have 12 guides. And really, 12. That's a lot. And, wow, and really? It, yes, it's lovely. Oh and it, and some people go, oh, great, I have 12. That means I need a lot of help. And, and that's not true. Um, it means that you have 12 wonderful beings who have a lot of skill and interesting things to pass over towards you in messages um, so that you can utilize them in your life. You're, you are a very good multitask person. So, you know, and that's part of your skill set. But when you get overly taxed, that's when you go into the hurricane. And you've been doing it pretty significantly the last two years. And so I would go out and get a kiddie pool, you know, go out to Target, get a little rubber pool, <laughs> <laughs> and get a stool ne- next to it and sit on it and put your feet in the water for like 10 or 15 minutes. Um, hmm. But here's what I want to tell you about your guide. So you know what your primary guide looks like based on what I'm seeing. Mm-hmm. And I don't give names out because they really don't care what you call them. Okay. If you want to call your guide peanut butter, your guide will be happy about that. Because it, okay. it, really, it just needs to make sense to you and it needs to be something that resonates with you or feels really great for you. It's, it's okay. not necessary to pick some extraordinary, unusual name. It could be anything like peanut butter. Um, but when I look behind you, you have what I call an archway open. So, and it's, if you were standing up, which you're sitting down right now, correct? Yes. Yeah. If you were standing up about five feet behind you, there's this beautiful arch. It looks like half of the McDonald's golden arch. Uh-huh. Um, it's about 20 feet high, 50 feet wide. And it means that the third dimension in this arch has been opened up. It's been, it's peeled back. And there are now many, many other dimensions of light that are now um, shining on your being to help you move forward in your life. It means that within the last about six months, you've had a, let's say, profound aha or some inner growth that's occurred. And this, what I'm getting is this archway opened up about 12 weeks ago. So it hasn't been open very long, and it's going to be open for about 18 months, maybe up to 24 months, so close to two years. And the light that will come from different time-space realities will help you in the furthering of your personal growth. So you have this incredible opportunity to continue some really important growth that you want to finish up in the next year and a half. Hmm. Hmm. So get that swimming pool. Because in the middle of the arch are at least 50 more spirit guides to help you. And your job always, not just when you have an archway, because it's not every day that someone has an arch, but your job is to ask for help. Like earlier today, um, I was seeing clients and um, I, I was looking for my cell phone in between and I couldn't find it. I was looking like all over the house and blah, 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 blah. And I finally, after you know hours have gone by because I'm only searching in between clients, I'm like, okay, hello, where's my cell phone? And then all of a sudden I just opened up the front door and there it was on this lovely little chair that I was sitting out in the sun. You know, I looked all over the house and, and that's what people do. That's what you tend to do is you forget to ask for help. And there are many, many beings that surround every human being offering help and assistance that are dedicated to the evolution of the human species. And so you have a whole bunch in particular in the next year and a half, perhaps up to two years, and you need to utilize them. But I think you're going to feel their presence and their resonance if your feet are in the little swimming pool. Really? Yep. 
even when it's a little cold. <laughs> okay. Put a blanket on your shoulders and put a little bit of hot water in that pool and um, and go for it. And so not just a bathtub, but an actual pool. A bathtub would be great. I think a bathtub would be great, too. Either way, you can do a bathtub, you know, as long as you're not thinking, oh, my gosh, I need to get out of here and clean the bathroom. You know, because <laughs> you know, if, you've, if you've got the little swimming pool in the backyard and you're listening to birds and you're watching the trees swaying back and forth, it might calm you down even more. So that, that you're definitely reading the anxiety about what to do about my my career and my life. So well, I need to do that and just... I think um, you need to do that because you have plenty of guidance. You're a smart woman. You're very creative. But you're not allowing yourself to utilize those abilities because you're in the in the chaos. And and I think a big part of your life needs to change from relationships to career. You know, so. you know and, and that's the thing. And I've heard that, that I have major changes coming and that I've uh-huh. been burned and that I'm very um, spiritual. But I, I don't know how to get over that hurdle and, and I don't know what I'm doing to be stubborn. So just write down the word still. <laughs> you need to become still. Okay. You need to be quiet. And, and allow yourself to hear the wisdom that really resonates inside of us. Even when we're talking about spirit guides and angels, it's really about the wisdom that's already inside of us. Okay. Okay? All right. Thank Best you of so luck. Much. You're welcome. Thank you for calling. Hey, bye-bye. Bye-bye. So why don't we go ahead, Tom, and continue on with the phone lines. Okay. We've got uh, Maura calling from Seattle. Hi, Maura. Hi, Marie. How are you? I'm great. How are you? I'm doing great. It's nice to talk to you again. I was actually at your spirit guide class. Oh, you were great. Thank you and for it coming. Was really, yeah, it was awesome. I really enjoyed it. But I didn't get a chance to uh, ask you what you, uh, who or what my spirit guides were. So I was hoping you could tell me that tonight. I would be happy to. So you have five guides that I can see. You have more men than women, which is kind of a theme tonight so far. Like um, four women, I mean, four men, excuse me, and one woman. And your four guides, um, so that means your primary guide is a male as well. And generally, whoever the primary guide is in terms of gender, it means that when you were growing up, perhaps you needed more of that energy, like masculine energy, you Mm -hmm. know, whether it was your father worked a lot or he wasn't around or he wasn't emotionally available, you know. So we kind of know these things before we come into Earth because we choose our parents. At least I believe we do. So everybody out there who's listening who thinks there's no way in heck you chose your parents, I promise you, you did. Um, and could there be a mistake? Sure, probably one in every five million. There's an oops. Um, but everybody does choose their parents. Your four male guides are kind of yelling at you. This is just a metaphor. They're really not yelling at you. You have free will. You get to do whatever you want. But they're literally showing me, and I talked about this in the class when I was explaining about choice, that you know, there's a, a, a path to the left and there's a path to the right. And someone could be standing in in the fork of the road, if you will, and your guides are saying, go right, go right. And there's all this (laughs) synchronicity and excitement about a particular decision that a person could potentially make. And then the person out of fear, perhaps, or worry or doubt, chooses the other way. And then all the other guides go, okay, we're going left. Come on, everybody, we're going left, even though they've been doing everything they can to get you go right. And somehow something like this must have just happened in your life. And maybe you're reevaluating it again. Is that true? Well, yeah, actually, what I've been wondering about is whether my 15 or 20 years of like, uh, love of metaphysics is um, something <laughs> that I should really be pursuing. Because I, <laughs> I don't have the, you know, I've never seen the sparks. And I've never, you know, I've never had like a message in my ear. I, you know, I, I guess I'm looking for this make it so clear that I cannot not know that it's my spirit guide talking to me. Oh. And I've never had anything like that. So I'm, I doubt 
that I, I mean, I know I, I know I have this huge interest in metaphysics, and I'm wondering whether or not to make that my future career. But I don't. It's kind of like I listen to your story, and I think, oh well, you know, she woke up one day and she could see energy yeah. and, and the chakras, and and I've never had anything like that. Although I right. meditate and I read and all that, but right. So I have these these this like. Should I, or am I deluding myself, or that kind of stuff? <laughs> I, I think that's a, a beautiful question. But when you ask yourself what makes me happy and what brings joy into my life, and where is my soul directing me, wh- where do you go? I mean, what well, direction do you, you go? You know, towards? if I had if I had nothing but time on my hands, I would curl up with a, a book about you know what you do. Right. <laughs> yeah. Right. Here's yeah. here's what I'm getting and this is what many of your guides are telling me or my guides as it's happening, you know, I'm not really sure how it is all occurring. And it goes back to this part about how they were yelling at you because you're not listening. A lot of times um the information is so subtle. I, I think people are just waiting to hear like the word no screamed through their head. And, and then they take that as a sign. But it's very, yeah. very subtle. And when you already work kind of in the mystical realm and you already believe in it and you already know how to feel the energy, it's, it's going to be a lot softer and quieter. It's not going to be like this big blasting. In fact, when you need to really be able to pay attention to something that is more gray, it means that you also need to have faith. You have to believe that you have Everyone has the ability to connect with their angels and spirit guides and loved ones on the other side. That's something that the entire human race is moving towards in consciousness. Someday we won't need mediums to talk to our family members. Right. We're just going to yeah. sit down and have a conversation. And you have one of the main ingredients is that you believe in all of this. But maybe right. what you don't believe in as much is yourself. That's, that's exactly right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's, that's it. So... Can, is there? Do they have any messages about what I might do? Yeah. Just, just sit, just, just have faith. Maybe. Well, I, I think you need to start a mantra, like um, starting a mantra about your ability to have these experiences, so that they're real for you. Because I, I think you're also looking at for to, to look like an experience that everyone else has. You know, mm. e- even when I first started my career, I thought, oh, I need to be just like Carolyn Mace. And, you know, I really wanted to call myself a medical intuitive and be like the CT scan that would just completely scan the body and be, you know, 98% accurate on the scan. And I certainly can look at a body and and see certain things, but that's really not my forte, if you will. I mean, I certainly help people in that way, but my main job is to find out if someone comes to see me who's sick, why they're sick, and how can I help them to learn to change their belief patterns so that they can become well. And sometimes that means I get to see their appendix as if, you know, it's in my hand. And other times it means that maybe I don't see the appendix. Maybe I I see their heart chakra. So it's whatever the person needs, I think, that's in their best interest at this time. And when I look in your head, you have an idea of what how it's supposed to happen. And when Mm -hmm. you have a set idea of how it's supposed to happen, you've already created in your aura um, a pattern that says this is how this has to happen in order for me to believe that I have the skill of being multisensory, which is everyone's birthright to be multisensory. And then the universe has a completely different pattern. So let's say you have all these lines in your aura that says this is what it has to look like. And outside right. your aura, the universe has like little circle shapes. And, and they're trying to move the circle shapes in so that you can have this experience in the physical realm, but it can't get through the lines. Because so, I'm blocking it with my thoughts. Absolutely. You're creating a barrier, like a force field. And because oh. you said it, you are saying it has to look like this. And the truth is, it has to look like whatever's in your highest good. 
whatever will feed you passionately. What will, what will your wonderful natural talents look like? Because we don't want to be cookie cutters of each other anyway. You know, right, we want to right. be our own unique person and bring our own special gifts to the forefront. So um, you have to let go of how you think it's supposed to be. And in a way, that means you have to surrender, which is kind of what you've been doing. But, but your job is, I mean, you think that you have to just walk away from the whole experience and pretend like it doesn't happen and that you're nuts in a way. And the universe is saying, please don't do that. Please just release your ideals of how it's supposed to be and let it just naturally flow for, for you. Okay. Does that so make just, sense? Yeah, so just surrender and let it go and then do small steps toward whatever I, th- I, think, whatever I feel guided to do, do that and th- just let it go from there. I think you need a mantra that you need to start repeating out loud and, and silently to yourself to help change the tape of your subconscious mind because you're very strong. You're kind of stubborn, which is actually a good quality to have if you're going to be a clairvoyant or a clairaudient because you need to hold on to the information long enough for it to make sense to translate it. And so you need a mantra and the mantra would be something like, I am, I am incredibly gifted in it. Cause the phrase I am actually means God. (laughs) And so when you say I am, I am, you're connecting to the creative energies of the universe. And then you're saying incredibly gifted, incredibly metaphysical, wonderfully intuitive, whatever language you want to do. So I would make some mantras and for at least two months, you need to do these regularly so you can stop the subconscious tapes that tell you that you aren't these things and and let your consciousness feed new information into your subconscious. Great. Okay. I will do that. Well, thank, thank you. you so much. And I and I uh, really appreciate what, what you're doing for all of us. Oh, it's my pleasure. Thank you so much. Thanks. Bye. Sure. Bye-bye. So we're talking about spirit guides and angels here on the Marie Manucherry Show. It's Thursday evening, and we're going to go ahead and take a little break, but we will be right back. The Marie Manucherry Show is streamed live over the internet. So if you have friends or family members living outside of the Seattle area wanting answers to life's questions, encourage them to listen to the show and to call into the show to talk with Marie. If you are interested in receiving guidance on an issue in your life, call Marie locally at 425-373-5527 or toll free at 1-877-825-8828 for her insight into your situation. The July Reiki Workshop is now full. No need to worry, Marie will teach another Reiki Workshop in November. This two-and-a-half-day transformative workshop is open to all levels of experience and will certify you in Reiki 1, 2, and 3. You will learn how to move energy within the body by practicing on other workshop participants while Marie uses her symbolic sight to provide individual feedback. You will learn detailed information about the chakra system. You will receive attunements that allow you to practice Reiki at the master level and information on the laws that govern professional practice in Washington State. Reiki is still Marie's favorite modality. This is truly a transformative weekend with healing and guided meditation. Enrollment is limited, booklet included. Change Your Beliefs, Change Your Life will be taught August 16th at the Bellingham Public Library, Fairhaven Branch, 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. Our lives are a reflection of our beliefs. Beliefs live deep in the human body and many people have an unconscious connection with their belief system. What would it be like if you discovered what your true beliefs are saying to you day in, day out? Most human beings have negative beliefs and have no idea what their belief system is telling them day after day. Imagine what it would be like if you discovered what your true beliefs are. And imagine if you could change negative beliefs into positive, empowering beliefs. 
This class will show you how. This exciting new class has gotten rave reviews, and here's what some class participants are saying. This class is eye-opening. I had no idea what my beliefs were, and now I feel empowered to change them. It was fun to see, and almost humorous how we can rationalize our beliefs. I appreciated the tools needed to change them. Space is limited. Registration by phone is available at 425-825-5671 or on the web at www.energyintuitive.com. Don't forget, this is Alternative Talk, 1150 AM. And welcome back to Marie Manu Cherry Show. This is Marie. We are live in Bellevue, Washington, and we're talking about angels and spirit guides tonight. And I just want to, you know, talk a little bit more about angels. Throughout history, angels have inspired poets, artists, writers, prophets, and religious leaders, as well as everyday men and women. Angels are associated with higher nature, joy, beauty, fulfillment, laughter, and peace. Angels are here to heal us, to redeem lost faith, broken trust, and innocence. They help us lay down the, the burden of fear, guilt, uncertainty, and pain. They help replace feelings of unworthiness with joy as they help us gently enter the world of love. So it's important to allow these beings who are dedicated to the evolution of the human species. I know that sounds odd, but just think about it. We have all these people like policemen and firefighters and nurses and doctors and therapists and all the holistic practitioners in the world, just to name a few teachers um, who are dedicated to helping the human population. So it's really not that unusual to think that there would be beings outside of our race that are dedicated to our evolution. Because as we evolve here on Earth, so do other time-space realities. Because the truth is, we are all one. So you can see why someone would be dedicated to helping the human race. And tonight, I just want to um, say thank you to my friend Janet. She's in the studio tonight answering the phones. So if you call in, say hi to Janet. Sometimes I talk about her on the air, so now you get to actually talk to her in person when you call in. So we're going to go ahead and go straight to the phone lines. Who do we have, Tom? Uh, we've got Carrie on the line from Utah. Hi, Carrie. Oh, hello. Hi, how are you? Hi, hi, Marie. Thanks so much for taking my call. Oh, of course. What can I, I do? I really appreciate oh, it. Oh, you're so welcome. I love the phone calls. Really, this is one of the highlights of my week is to come to the radio show and talk to people here in Washington and then all over the country. So thank you so much for calling. Oh, good. I'm so glad I got through. Yeah. Um, I just, I'm trying, I was trying to figure out how to phrase this question to you, but I mm-hmm. think you'll probably figure out um, right. what I'm getting at, but I just wanted to know if you had any insights for me with regards to relationships. Mm-hmm. I, um, the last two individuals I was involved with, um, especially the last one, I had pretty high hopes that it was um, a good match. I know. Don't you um, just hate that? I hate I that when that happens. <laughs> were, we had, you know, instant connection, chemistry. We had so many things in common, and it, right. and it seemed like from what he had told me that um, he wanted the same things. Um, right you know, in life that I did. And so I don't really know what happened with the, the whole relationship. It really never took, got off the ground. Right. And I don't know if it's a block I have. I've been working really hard to, um, to change it. any blocks, you know, that I have identified. And right. I don't know if something's still sticking that I'm not aware of. Right. Well, I would say that he wasn't very honest. I, I think he, this gentleman um, had a hard time saying what he really felt. And he, I don't think he really wants to... Um, displease anyone. So that's why he hasn't been forthright even when whatever was happening ended. So that's why it feels confusing because you never get real clear confirmation of what was happening and then what happened in the end. You know what I mean? Right. Um, And so you actually have a history of being with um, people in relationship who are not very honest. And I don't mean just in the partnerships that you're choosing, but it goes all the way back to your childhood. 
you tend to be someone who believes a person up front. Right. You're also really good at seeing um, the beauty inside another human being, which isn't an everyday gift. I mean, we hope that it will be for all people, um, but this is one of your gifts. And so you have a tendency to kind of fall in love with someone's potential. And, oh my gosh, that's exactly mm-hmm. what I was figuring out the other day. Oh, I'm like, this is all about potential. It really he has so much potential that he doesn't live up to. Right, right. Because I looked, yeah. I looked at the back of your heart chakra as we're talking, and you you are taking energy in through the back of your heart, which is beautiful. You know, so I don't think you have a an issue with receiving. At least I think you've worked on it the last eight or nine months in particular. Yes, and yes, you're I doing, have. Yeah, congratulations! You're doing an excellent job. So now it's really about. Uh, here's what I think. I think people will tell you who they are in the first 24 hours that you meet them. I think so, too. But see, that's... <laughs> but what? That well, but that, word. But, but that's when I really felt more of a connection to this person. Mm-hmm. It in the first that, 24 hours. That, yeah. Uh-huh. So pay attention to what everyone says. Not just, hi, how are you, and how cute they are, and they ordered the meal well, or whatever the situation is. Pay attention to when they talk about their previous relationship, like the key words that they use in the relationship or key words they use to describe their childhood. You know, look for those clues. And what you can do is ask your spirit guides or angels to help you see individuals clearly. So you can see the potential. You can love that part of them. But then ask, what am I not seeing? So that you can have a better, clear vision of the person who's sitting across from you. Okay. So... Yes. All right. This would be an individual that um, if I just met them in person, Uh because I did meet him online and had some communication with him. That's fine. I I probably wouldn't have gone out with him because he comes Ah. across as being very um, arrogant. You're so smart. But his in his emails, they were so impressive. Yeah. That um, I I thought, well, maybe this is what you know. That's his facade. Yeah. Way of protecting himself. Sure. And And so I was more open to this person. Sure. Trying to see the, like you said, the good in it. But I'm wondering, at what, what, what exactly do you mean, like that he was being dishonest with me with yeah. the facts? Or well, I don't see that like he's a, a big liar. You know, I think he's a nice man, but he he doesn't know how to be honest with his feelings. Like when you said, "Oh, I want," and and I'm not saying that you said this. Oh, I want to have four kids. You know, and I'm not saying that you said that. He asked me. He uh-huh. asked me if I wanted kids. Right. And so let's say you said, sure, I want four. And he went, okay. When in his head, he's like, I don't even know if I want kids. But instead of him saying that, he said, okay. He doesn't like to disappoint people. He doesn't really know for sure what he wants. And so he was telling you, he was agreeing with what you said without really knowing what he really wants. And so he's not honest because he's not honest with himself. So he's basically confused. You could say that. The reason why I'm not defending him in that way is because he knows that he doesn't know. And he knows he could say, I don't know, I haven't figured that out yet. I may not want children, which would be really good information for you. Okay. Okay. Um, well, he has come out he, and said that he he more or less is confused with stuff. Good. I just, I want to know why, I mean, I keep thinking <laughs> about this stupid guy. I want to stop thinking <laughs> about him and move on. Right. Um, and I don't know why that attachment is there, because there really wasn't much of a relationship well, begin with. well, you know, we're on the, the crest of um, two eclipses. One's tomorrow in the right. sign of Leo, right? And the, there's one on the 16th in the sign of Aquarius. And so eclipses bring things to light. That's what they do. And so they 
focus light into darkened areas and enlighten you with new information and even propel events to happen in our life, perhaps a few years before they were slotted to actually occur. So I'm not surprised that you're focusing on this because you're trying to figure it out. And so here's the key word. He's confused. Do you want to have a partnership with someone who's confused? Or would you prefer to move towards someone in a relationship who knows what they want? And you both have similar desires. Right. Yes, I would. That, and that's where the part where you need to be clear with yourself, like make your list of deal breakers. You know, okay. everyone has their list of deal breakers. And then you stick to that list, no matter how cute they are, no matter how great his emails were. And it's perfectly fine to meet people online dating. I, I think it's kind of the way of the future. Um, so that's perfectly fine to do. And, and remember, pay attention to the 24 hours, whether it's an email or in person, what they say or write to you in the first 24 hours is going to be key or keys to their personality and who they really are. You mean after you actually meet them? No, from the moment you start communicating. That first 24 hours, just really pay attention to it. There's going to be, you know, um, keys that will lead you to a deeper discovery of who that person is. Just like how you had kind of an instant gut feeling that maybe he was a little arrogant. And really what that means is he's insecure. Right. Right. And so you had an initial gut feeling. I would trust that gut feeling because it's going to be accurate a lot. The reason why the accuracy is so much higher in the first 24 hours is because we're not emotionally attached. You know, we don't have any great ideas of, oh, you know, maybe I'm going to hang out with this person for a long time. We're still getting to know them. And so we're more in neutrality, which means we're clear in our ability to be intuitive. Okay. How do I have any particular intuitive ways of um, picking up intuitive information? Because I do have a hard time with, I'm, very analytical. Right. And I, like you said, I'm very, um, I look for the good and potential in people and it's hard to, I'm not really clear on exactly what my intuitive hits are. I think you're getting them in my gut or if it is a part of my thought process or what? I, I think you get it in both places, your gut and your thought processes. And I think they're right on like the part that you felt that he was insecure. I'm going to use that word versus arrogant. And you were right on. I think the part that's challenging for you is believing in your intuition. You have a heart. And that doesn't mean you wouldn't go out with him on a coffee date. Maybe you'd go, okay, it seemed like he was, he, he might be a little arrogant or insecure. So I'm going to go on this coffee date anyway, just to make sure that I indeed um, read that correctly. So believing in yourself is number one. But here's the mantra that I want you to use. Okay, um, good. I want you to tell yourself that you're lovable. I want you to walk around, talk to your plants, your cat, <laughs> you know, the walls. I'm lovable. I'm lovable. I am lovable. I am lovable. I think that will be very important in terms of creating a healthy relationship for you. Because I think you're afraid to be loved, and, and which is common. Most people think they're afraid to be alone, but I really think they're afraid to be loved. It's a scary thing to let someone in our hearts and to also allow ourselves to love someone deeply. And so we tend to say we, you know, we're afraid to be single, but it's really the opposite. So, so I think, is that why maybe I'm attracting those yeah. you know, relationships that aren't quite working? Yes, that's what I think. Yeah. So that's what I would do and believe in yourself and listen or um, pay attention to the written word. That first 24 hours is really important. Okay. Okay? All right. And what about my angels? Do I have any? (laughs) Well, you actually do have a few angels hanging around you. Of course, you have spirit guides. um, But there is a female angel, two female angels next to you with absolutely gorgeous, stunning wonderful um, wings and they have a lot of blue on and the blue is the color of the throat chakra so it's all about speaking your truth Hmm. yeah deep inside of you your truth 
and, and, mm. and being surrounded by people who also speak their truth. So that's an important aspect for you when you're looking for someone. That's something that will be important for you in your relationships, all of them, not just okay. a potential partner. Right. Okay? Okay. Well, thank you so you're much. You're welcome. Thank it. you. Have a wonderful evening. You too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. So why don't we go ahead, Tom, and continue on with our phone calls. Okay, we've got Christine on the line calling from Silverdale. Hi, Christine. Hi, hello. Hi, how are you? I'm a first-time listener. Oh, Um, welcome. No, well, (laughs) it's the first time I've ever listened to your show. Uh I I felt it was um, one of those um, moments that you were explaining to an earlier caller about how the spirit guides will bring things to your attention. Right. <laughs> and um, I was wondering, um, I've had a medical, physical situation come up a few weeks ago mm-hmm. that is puzzling, and I'm wondering if this is an appropriate time for you to maybe get uh, some reading on that. Sure, yeah. Um, yeah. Biochemically, your body feels a little off, like your electrolytes are off, so whether it's your sodium or your chloride or... But your electrolytes feel off to me. So that could mean that something's off balance, whether it's hormones or something else in nature. Do you have um, a naturopath or a holistic practitioner that you see? I do. Mm-hmm. And have you had I a... Did, and I did see her, uh-huh. and she is the one that then sent me to a regular physician to um, get some other tests Test done. done. Did you have some blood work done already? I did relative to um, thyroid. Okay, right. So that could be the hormone that's off that's correct. That's creating, it's like I'm in your chloride and your sodium. So something is off in the electrolyte um, area. And then, of course, it's hormone related in my mind, and it looks like your thyroid. So, so um, if yeah. it's chloride and sodium related, what types of symptoms might that result mm, in? That's a really good question. Um, well, maybe a little bit of confusion. Hmm. Yeah. Have you had some confusion? Uh, no, actually not. So you um, felt clear in your yeah, mind? Yeah. I mm-hmm. actually, I actually feel really great. Hmm. So what took but you to your naturopath in the first place? I have, in the last few weeks, had um, irregular heartbeats, for lack ah, of a better word. Right. Um, one yeah. of the doctors has described it as missing uh-huh. 14 beats within a minute, and another one said, no, it had extra beats. Right, right. Well, electrolytes have a lot to do with the connect, the conduction of the heart muscle as well and the movement of the, the pulse of the heart and the electrical function that goes across the heart muscle. So perhaps this electrolyte, electrolyte imbalance that I'm picking up on is related to the heart muscle. That's very possible. And so did you sense the heart rate problem first? Yes, okay. I, I can I can feel it mostly mm-hmm. all the time. It's, mm-hmm. it's omnipresent. <laughs> yeah. And, and, you know, the thyroid gland can also have problems with the heart as well. In other words, it can cause the heart to be unusual. So the, 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 the thyroid was uh-huh. what, what I first suspected, and we checked immediately, and it was great. And I do take thyroid medication ah. and have for a long time, mm-hmm. so, of course, checked the, you know, the levels. And right. she said they were great. And I, like I said, I feel really good. And who said they so were great? Very so so was it your... Although, <laughs> as I'm waiting on the phone to yeah. talk to you, yeah. I'm looking at your website, uh-huh. and you were explaining here uh, about 
your heart chakra. Right. Um, it says the heart chakra is about love, and when we are hurt in our efforts to love or be loved, wounds or stagnant energy move into the heart chakra, and if this is not released, can cause physical harm. Right. So and can, I'd say that's pretty much a statement about my life. <laughs> right. So can I ask you a so, question first? Um, are you? <laughs> do you have any other uh, feelings about the spirit guides or the angels in re- in regard to this? Well, let me ask you a question. Who said that your thyroid reading was great, your natural path or your physician? Hello, are you there? I'm here. Yeah. Did I lose you? Did no. you hear me? Yeah, I heard you just fine. Who said oh. Who said that your thyroid readings were um, great, your natural path or your doctor, your your um, MD? Naturopath. Okay, good. So, so that would be a good positive reading that your thyroid gland is well because they read them to a, a wonderful level. Um, perhaps also, though, you could talk to her about even though the medication seems to be working, if you've been on the same medication for a long time, that could be causing some electrical you know, problems in terms of your body not responding well to the medication. That's also possible. Okay. Um, it, here's, a, here's an interesting component regarding your heart chakra. I, I know you just said something about wounds a few moments ago, um, but I also get the feeling that you've worked on them significantly. And may, is that true? Absolutely. Yeah. And, and so if you've worked on them significantly, have you put them to rest? You know, because sometimes people do a lot of work on issues, but then they don't like put them to bed. You know, they don't put them to rest. Well, that's an interesting thought because I'm somewhere between putting them to rest and giving up, which I feel is different. It's not releasing it. I, I think I understand the difference between releasing it to the to the universe mm-hmm. and feeling um, uh, like giving up, like oh heck, I'm not going to get mm-hmm. that anyway. That right. kind of a feeling. Well, I think and that I th- you, you understand what I'm saying. Yeah, but I think what you're going to have to do is put these to Are rest. We losing each other again here. No, we're not. I can't hear you if you can <laughs> hear me. So, Tom, why don't we just why don't we go ahead and hello, hello, we're here. And I'm just going to continue talking. And since we're having a hard time with this communication, this is going to be recorded and you're going to be able to listen to it next Thursday at noon as well. And so I think it's going to be very important to put all these things to rest. I mean, do a little ceremony, tell yourself that it's concluded, that it's no longer happening anymore, that it happened decades ago, and you're not going to let it invade your heart. Um, or any other part of your body. And then maybe some of those electrolytes will um, even out. And, of course, your naturopath or your physician would know how those electrolytes are doing through the blood, te- through, the blood test, through the sodium and the chloride, making, through, making sure that everything is working well. Um, so I hope that answers your question out there in radio world. I think this is Christine, correct? So I hope that answers your question. And we're going to go ahead and go ahead to our next caller. So thank you so much, Christine. Uh, we've got Karen calling from Everett. Hey, Karen. Hi. Hi. How are you? Good. Good. What can I do for you tonight? Oh, I was going to know about my spirit guide. This is Marie, isn't it? It is. Oh, good. I wasn't sure there. (laughs) (laughs) Well, um, interesting enough for you, your primary spirit guide, you're the first one of the evening, is a female. So you have a female spirit guide, which is very nice. It also means, at least in, in my mind intuitively, that... Um, maybe you needed more feminine energy in your life, even if your mother was around all the time. Maybe she was emotionally disconnected, or again, maybe she wasn't physically around. Is that true for you? Uh, I would say she's probably uh, more emotionally not available for mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. And how is that? Is your mother still living? No. Okay. So, are you able to help um, 
were you able to heal that situation before she passed over? Or are you able to communicate with her now or have conversations? Those are good questions. I had thought that I had, Uh you know, but maybe uh, I need to do some more work on that. Well, I believe you. It's just, you know, Uh you know, you have this lovely female guide. And so a lot of times we have, you know, issues that are left over from childhood or something that we need to work on regarding the relationship with the gender of the primary guide. And Uh so if you feel okay to go, then I'm okay to go with that. Um, Do you talk to your mom these days? No, I haven't been. Yeah, could you do that? I okay. think I think it would be great. Just kind of include her in in your maybe Sunday brunch or you know when you're sitting in a park and just allow her to be a part of your life, especially um, you know fill up any holes from when she wasn't really in that part of your life. When I look at your mom, it looks like she was fairly depressed um, when you when the family was younger. Is that true? Oh, I would agree a hundred percent. Yeah, I'm really sorry about that, by the way, too. You know, because yeah. I look at her life and sure there were some obstacles, but they weren't so, you know, distractive that they weren't curable. You know what I mean? And, yes. But your mom just couldn't quite get over them. And yep. I, I think that was just kind of a, a heaviness on the family, so to speak. Oh, absolutely. And I think you worked really hard not to bother her or make her feel any worse, you know, by calling attention to your needs. Yeah. And well, s- there were so many of us. Oh, really? How many kids? Six. Oh, yeah, that's a lot. Yeah, and, and so it would be wonderful if you could let her help you now because she does want to. And, oh. and, and here we are talking about spirit guides and angels, but the only person I can really talk about is your mother. Yeah. And I think she's wanting to come through mm-hmm. and actually um, be a better parent than she was when she was in a body. Do you I know agree. what I mean? Yes. Oh, good. Oh, absolutely. Oh, I good. felt that that's why she left us so early because she couldn't oh. help us anymore. Oh, so she has been gone a long time, Oh, mom. yeah, it's been 20 years. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's a very long time. Yeah. Um, right next to the female spirit guide, not your mom, because you know, our parents do not become our spirit guides, just in case anybody was wondering, family members that we've known in life do not become our spirit guides when we pass over, or when they pass over, I mean. Okay. A lot of people think that, oh, my dad's now my guide, and the answer is no, because we pick our guides before we ever come to earth, mm-hmm. and so they're not a part of our genetic family that we share here. Your second guide, right next to your primary guide, which is really nice to be able to see another guide, is a male. Mm-hmm. And um, he's a very interesting man. He's incredibly intelligent. So he loves to read books and to learn <laughs> things. Are you a, like a ferocious reader? Well, yeah, and learner. I feel oh. like I'm a, a, a student of life. It's like I'm taking classes all the time, and I'm thinking, why do I keep doing this? <laughs> why not? I don't know. You know. It's like I'm thinking, can I settle into any one thing? <laughs> ah, of, you know? Right. Yeah. Well, I think that's a really good question. Have you decided what you want to settle into? Well, I love energy medicine and Good. metaphysics. Excellent. Absolutely, you know, on that level. But it's like, you know, just one class after another, and then I have come to that point of accepting just being a learner and trying to get off my mm. own case in a way. Well, well, here's the deal. You're going to be a learner for life, mm-hmm. you know, especially with this secondary guide. I mean, there's no way he's going to let you escape, you know, from not being in a, in a library or reading an amazing book. There's no way. But you can sit down and actually choose something to allow yourself to learn more deeply Mm-hmm. You know, so I choose to learn more deeply this that is in front of me, mm-hmm. you know, and that's what I, that's part of that still point. Like the first caller I think we had today who I had her put her feet in the water, you know, mm-hmm. and you don't necessarily have to put your feet in the water, but I think you need to be comfortable with just staying in one place for a moment rather than running out and finding another textbook or another class or whatnot. Mm-hmm. Just really give yourself permission to learn as much as you can on that particular subject from inside, mm-hmm. not necessarily from a book, from deep inside. Because remember, all all the information you could possibly want to know is already inside of you. True. 
Yeah. Very true. Right. Yeah. So that's what I have to say for tonight. Mm-hmm. Is um, that helpful? Oh, absolutely. And just going back to my mom, because we're just yeah. starting um, birthday month in our house, because four of my sisters, they're all Leos. Oh, one, oh, and there's a big eclipse tomorrow in yeah. Leo. Amazing. Right. Right. You know, and I thought, well, maybe she came up also in con- conjunction absolutely. to share with them. I, I don't know. I absolutely believe that. And I do think your mother wants more than anything to be a real mom in all of your lives. But your job is to allow that to happen for yourself. Okay. So communicate with her. Tell her that you love her. Let yourself feel her loving you because that's what she really wants to have happen. Mm. Yeah, I felt like I was the mom to her. Exactly. So we need to switch roles. Yep. Okay? Okay. Thank you so much and have a wonderful evening. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. And thank you, everyone, for listening tonight on the Marie Manu Cherry Show. I've had a blast as usual. I appreciate all the callers. I know we didn't get to um, one of our phone calls tonight, and I apologize. I hope you call in first thing next Thursday um, so that we can get to the, the phone call we missed. Have a wonderful evening and joyful blessings. Views expressed on the preceding program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and are not necessarily those of this station, its management, or other advertisers. This is Alternative Talk, 1150 AM, KKNW Seattle, and KWJZ 98.9 FM, Digital HD3C.